Ready to live at the higher vibrations, where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hi there, and welcome back. I am Robin Openshaw, and I'm your host on The Vibe Show, all about how to live at the high frequencies. And today I'm going to talk to you about how to influence your family to be healthier. I'm not interviewing anybody today. It's just me sharing some thoughts with you on my own. But before I introduce the topic, I wanted to mention to you that I've been getting really serious about launching the Green Smoothie Girl coaching program in early 2020. Okay, so I'm talking to you if you are a health nut, if you love learning about health and wellness, you love helping other people with it, you'd like to make a living with it. I'm going to be taking on a small number of health coaches and training them and mentoring them to learn more about health, wellness, detoxifying, building a strong immune system, living in the high vibrations, all that good stuff, but also how to increase your reach. So think growing a following online and in your community and then how to monetize it where it actually helps you support yourself and maybe even your family. As you've probably figured out by now, I left my career of being a therapist and of being a university faculty to be a full-time influencer 12 years ago. And it's been one of the best decisions of my life where I support my family well, while at the same time helping others. I absolutely love my work. We're not ready to make the announcement yet to offer this coaching program where you'll fly into Salt Lake City and we'll pick you up and bring you to Park City, just uh, 25 minutes up the road, a gorgeous little resort town up here. We're going to have an amazing time and you're going to be learning super fast. So expect a drink from a fire hose if you're ready to up your game. But if you want to be the first to know about it when I open that up and, and tell you exactly what the Green Smoothie Girl health coaching program will be and give you an opportunity to apply, make sure you sign up on the wait list. It's at greensmoothiegirl.com slash 2019 coaches. So when we're ready, we'll send you an email before we announce it anywhere else. Okay, so our topic today is how to have more influence in your family. And the reason I'm talking about this is that I get this question all the time. And it usually comes from somebody who's well down the path. They Maybe you've been listening to my podcast and probably some others. You're already on the train. You've read books about health and nutrition and wellness, and you've noticed that you have an aptitude for it. And you've probably changed some things about your life. You're probably making different buying decisions when it comes to personal care products and cleaning products, and you've made some significant changes to your diet. Maybe you've learned natural ways to treat symptoms or illness before you go straight to pharmaceuticals. That makes you different than a lot of people, and you probably qualify as a health nut. But then you have this issue. This is what people constantly say to me. My child is resistant, or my husband rolls his eyes every time I start talking about it. And this can really have an impact on your relationships. And it can also really frustrate you when you see people you love very much and you know you have some answers for them and they're not really hearing it. So it wasn't just on my mind because I've been asked this question so many times. I swear when I was on speaking tour for six years in hundreds of cities and people would stay afterwards, I would always like stay afterwards and it seems like it was always about 90 minutes that I would chat with people one-on-one and it was one of the most common questions and they would tell me what this loved one of theirs was going through and they basically said, how can I get them to do it? Well, this show, I'm actually 
introducing it here and sharing a few thoughts for you, but I'm going to share the audio track for a video I did on this very topic. So it's just the audio of that. But it was also in my mind because I'm having my own issue right this minute with my youngest child. And I'll tell you a little bit about it because if you have teen or young adult kids, you'll probably be able to relate to it. And I hope something that I say is useful to you. So my youngest son, Tennyson, texted me from the Instacare. And he said, mom, will you help me with the $50 copay here at the Instacare? And I'm like, what are you doing at the Instacare? I, I don't know anything about you being sick. And I'd been talking to him. You know, I probably talked to him almost every day. The situation that he was in, very similar to a video, which I will link to in the show notes. I won't tell the whole story that's in the video, but it's a viral video that's had millions of views. Last I looked, I think 40,000 people had shared it. And it was me telling about when my uh, second child, Emma, was away at college and she got really sick, but she didn't tell me when she immediately got sick. And so we were four days into her being very sick before we got on top of it. And I talk about what I did when she went to the Instacare to interrupt the process and talk to the doctor before she just left there and started, started on an antibiotic, which is what almost everybody does for almost every bacterial or viral infection. And it's completely useless if you have a viral infection. So I, I talk through like, here's what I did as a doctor. Here's some great tips for you. And here are the supplements that I got my daughter on. Unfortunately, I didn't have them in her possession. I didn't send her away to college with them. So I sent her boyfriend to the health food store, got her these supplements, got her well, sent her away on a summer internship to Greece like a week later and she did great and was not on antibiotics. It was really important to me to keep her off of antibiotics because as I talk about in many different places, I'm really passionate about educating people about this. The effects of taking a course of antibiotics are guaranteed. The effects are pretty extreme for some and they are significant for everyone um, in what it does to your microbiome and what it does to your gut health and what it does to your immunity. So it was really important to me to try everything else first and I got a late start on it and I will not make that mistake again. Now all of my kids have those supplements. So check out that video. And then there's a little freebie, a wallet card that you can get from that video of my favorite supplements. But when this happened with Tennyson last week, I said, I'll pay your deductible if you don't get on antibiotic and don't leave there with the antibiotic prescription, um, or at least don't fill it um, without me talking to the doctor. He didn't want me to talk to the doctor. He is definitely my child with, my, with the strongest uh, personality. I said, if you will not get on the antibiotic, I want to talk to you about it. So I was able to talk to him and he, he got it. He was like, yeah, I understand. I don't want to be on an antibiotic either. So that little crisis was averted, but it turns out he just had a sinus infection and they sent him out the door. Yes. With the antibiotic, they always do, but he agreed that he wouldn't take it. He wasn't in a terrible spot. Like, like Emma was years ago. He just went because he was trying to rule out that it was something worse. And he was thinking about going with a friend to California for spring break. And so he just wanted to see if there's something he should be doing. So I said to him, I'm going to send you a neti pot and some unrefined salt. And I'm going to have you irrigate your sinuses. And, you know, the next day his sister was here for spring break. And I was going to go to Costco. And I, I have done this before where I load them up, fill their trunk up with really, really healthy food. I do that because, you know, what college students eat and... They just make their purchasing decisions based on what they can afford, which is not much. So I went to Costco and I texted him. I said, hey, I'm going to load up your sister's uh, trunk with healthy food like I did for you in December. And would you like some? And I don't know if he's having a bad day or what, but he said, 
that he doesn't like my way of eating and that the reason he is so thin is because I malnourished him as he was growing up. <laughs> and I said, well, I really didn't malnourish you. I just had lots of food available to you all the time, even homemade food, and you just didn't want to eat it. So you would go to Taco Bell or whatever, but it was definitely not that you're malnourished. The reason I'm telling you this is that I had that opportunity in that conversation and it would have been very easy to get defensive and I do feel defensive. I didn't malnourish my child, but I just, you know, I'm a seasoned mom at this point. I've been doing this for a quarter of a century. So I knew, hey, this is just where he's at in his life and he only understands calories. So it was a good opportunity for me to have a conversation with him where I said, you know, it's difficult to put on weight if you don't get enough calories. You're right about that. But there's another major factor. And that is if you have a devastated microbiome, if you have a damaged microbiome from taking medications and eating a lot of junk food and not a lot of healthy food, then your body isn't absorbing the nutrition. So it was a good opportunity for me and I kind of had to swerve the fact that he was in a, a bad mood. You know, I just kind of ignored that because his bad mood will go away, right? I got to explain to him that there's other mechanisms that affect whether he can gain weight. The fact is, I'll share this with you, and you probably already know this, but he doesn't, that there's an epidemic of gut disorders out there. And, and there's a lot of overweight people that we see all around us. But there is a flip side of that. There are still a significant minority of people who also overeat junk food. But the flip side is they literally can't absorb nutrition and they're very, very thin. And they can't put weight on no matter what they eat. And I told my son, I have my concerns because his uh, last stepmom, not the stepmom he has now, but the last one, uh, got him on ibuprofen and taught him whenever he would go over to his father's house that anytime you have an ache or pain or headache, which my son had when he was young, you just pop ibuprofen. And so I don't provide it for him. And I have many times told him how I feel about his ibuprofen habit. But this gave me a chance to talk to him about when you harm the microbiome, uh, you not only can't absorb nutrition, but you can't put on weight either. So reason I share that with you is that, gosh, I've learned so many times that teaching my children about health and wellness and nutrition, it's like, if you think of it in terms of podcasts, it's, it's not an episode, it's a series. There's a lot of conversations that have to take place over time. And so when you learn something, if it applies to your child, make sure you talk to your child about it. One thing that I learned, and maybe you've heard me say this before, I think I shared this somewhere before, is that especially with this kid, my child who's like, don't tell me what to do, I'm 18, you know, I often start out saying, you probably already know this, but, and I notice that when I say that, I'm received with a lot of openness, because then whatever I say after, you probably already know this, but is he wants to, you know, prove to me that he knows it. And so I tell him something I actually know that he doesn't know, but it's a great way to have him keep his heart and mind open to it. Another thing I'll do with my kids is I'll say, hey, I'm reading this book and it made me think of you. Who doesn't want to know that their mom was thinking of them, right? So I kind of start those ways so that it's soft and it's not, "Uh oh, here comes mom with another lecture. Here comes mom telling me what to do. So What I want to do today is I want to share with you the audio from a video I made for a video masterclass and it's free. You're welcome to join it. It's a lot of my life's work. Honestly, 12 Steps to Whole Foods, our course, is my body of work that I am most proud of. And this is a video masterclass. There are six videos. 
that you can jump in on at greensmoothiegirl.com slash 12 steps, 12 being numerals, greensmoothiegirl.com slash 12 steps. You can jump into that and you can watch all six videos. I'm going to have you listen to the audio for video number six, which is how to bring your spouse and your kids along for healthy changes. And these are just some of the things that I've learned over the course of my career as a parent for 25 years. I was a wife for 20 years that I hope will be useful for you. So I'll jump in and make some more comments after you listen to this, but here we go. You want to make some changes, but someone else who lives with you isn't necessarily on board. You fear not being supported. You might even fear sabotage. I hear that and I'm here to help. Fact is, when I made the shift to eating whole foods instead of the standard American diet, I had a husband and I had children, and I faced the same challenges. I do occasionally have a husband ask me how to get his wife on board. Usually though, 90% of the time, I have a woman asking me that about her man. I believe this phenomenon of at least 90% of couples being the woman driving the health changes is because A, historically, and this is one of the most pervasive remaining traditional gender roles, women make the food shopping and food prep choices. And B, women are still and always have been primarily the caretakers for the family's health. Our mothers did it and our grandmothers did it. It's what we know. So I may talk to you as if you're a wife or a girlfriend or a grandma trying to get your man or your children, grandchildren on board, but please know that I do this out of convenience. The same reasoning applies if you're a man listening to this. Let's go to what the real issues are that will really help us point to how to solve them. Let's talk about the psychology of relationship issues that are at play here. First of all, your family fears you changing. Don't talk to them about change. Don't pull rugs out from under the people in your life. Don't make big pronouncements. Change is a scary word. For instance, if you decide, and I hope to help you decide this, in the 12 Steps to Whole Foods course, if you join us, if you decide to feed your family more plants, more whole foods, don't say, guess what everyone, I'm a vegetarian now. Don't say, we're gonna eat more healthy around here. You, you need to lose some weight. You, your grumpiness, I really believe it's related to what you eat. We're all gonna get ship shape around here and tonight I'm serving an eggplant steak. This isn't just a recipe for failure, it's also gonna get you some 10 foot walls built against all your future efforts. So be sneaky, be quiet, be results oriented. If you tell them, tell them after the fact, after you've already made something really healthy and they liked it. Although if you're gonna sneak healthy foods into a recipe, you have to know that they're gonna be watching from then on. But do sneak good things into their diet. Tell them only when it serves, tell them only when they're interested, Tell them the benefits of it to them in language they understand and tell them in the 30 second version. Longer than 30 seconds is a lecture. Automatic tune out if that person we're talking about is between the ages of 12 and 22. No evangelizing, no self-righteousness, no superiority. Remember, if you just decided to make this change today, yesterday, you were right where they are. Your loved ones didn't get any say about your new regime, so keep it on the down low. Second, make sure to leave every door open. Marriage is a long play. Raising children is a long play. 
And if you have a death grip on the big new change, you are almost guaranteed resistance. Remember that you may not be 100% successful your first try at a sea change in the whole diet for the whole family. So whatever you do, don't damage relationships over it. And make it so that your spouse or your kiddo can come back through that door later. Maybe now isn't the right time for some things, for everything at once, but leave the love door wide open. Your love for your family is more important than a power struggle over a diet change. So make sure any conversations about food, health, or nutrition leaves all the doors open. If you ever change your mind, or I'm here to serve if you ever want help, or I'm learning so much that I'd love to share with you if and when you're ready, or I've got some ideas for you about why your tummy hurts all the time when you want to know. I'm right here for you. This is the language of openness, of giving. It's the language of love, and it's the language of leaving doors wide open. I've found with my children that I succeed when I talk to them about a difficult subject in a few steps. My husband of 20 years was the same. Drip the concept out to him, but don't try to force him 20 minutes into the conversation to agree to my way of doing things. I learned to bring it up again gently a day or two later and start with something that gives him power and choice, something that honors the other person. What do you think would work or how do you feel about... So to sum up, remember that an effort to change the family dynamic is a long play and it takes patience and care. Relationships come first. One conversation at a time, one step at a time wins the race. Lead with why. Oprah famously said, I think she's the one who said it first, I will go to the ends of the earth for you if only you tell me why. Some personalities in your family will smile and nod to your face. I call it the smile and nod. They're not gonna take you on head to head just based on their personality. And if you've taken a heavy handed approach, they'll just undermine you subtly over time. They won't say anything, but they'll you know, drop the mushrooms and zucchini noodles under the table at dinner rather than eat them, rather than say, uh, mom, what happened to the hamburgers? Or they'll manage to eat dinner away at a friend's house every night that you cook throw away the vegetarian spring rolls you send for their lunch and bribe their friends for Cheetos and a ham sandwich. This will be every bit as upsetting to you as the family member who says, I'm not playing by your rules. My point is the passive aggressive types can be more frustrating than the aggressive types. So just know your various personalities you're dealing with. Know that the nutrition in your home is one of the most important things you'll ever do for them. It matters. It's worth it. So do it right. My third point regarding the psychology of encouraging good change in the family is that we are all results oriented. You are too. You wouldn't take my 12 steps to whole foods course with me. You wouldn't even be watching this video if you didn't have some results in mind. If I didn't assure you that a, you're likely to lose weight if you have some extra pounds, b, your inflammatory conditions are likely to decrease and c, you'll get energy back that you had 20 years ago. So embrace that your spouse and kids are the same. So what's in it for them? Luckily, there are a lot of benefits for them you can talk about. Connect any changes you want to make to their best interests and what they care about. I'll give you examples of what I talk about in any conversation about shifts in eating for my kids. We talk about athletic performance. 
I have a number of times with every single one of my kids talked about how soda, which we don't have in our home, causes a depletion of oxygen in the blood. And when there's less oxygen exchange in the blood, you have less speed. This mattered to my daughters who were both soccer players. We talk about academic performance, your ability to focus in school, to get a good test score. We might talk about their skin health and how that's a reflection of the gut and liver health. All of the modern lifestyle diseases are connected to diet, so this is not hard. Just think for a minute. If you're a lifetime member, you're gonna be in our full support Facebook page, and I would love to hear your ideas there. What kind of conversations are working in your family? We all prefer small baby steps to big C changes. Remember, you're the same as them. You like making a small step rather than a huge change overnight. So honor that, respect it, be subtle, and show rather than tell wherever you can. Employ what I call the drip method of parenting. Say it simply and without long lectures, but say it often. Point out occasionally in a positive way if your son's acne improves because he's been drinking a green smoothie every day, or if your daughter is running faster in her soccer matches in the first few months of your making healthier recipes. Always be positive. You are looking so light on your feet. Your skin looks amazing. You see the difference between you've lost weight, your acne isn't so bad. So you see the positive ways of saying things rather than the negative. Which brings me to the fourth consideration, which is in the psychology of change, instead of being heavy with things, ask your family a question they can't say no to. How do you respond when someone says to you, can you help me? It's such an amazing question. I've noticed that even if you're in another country, because I travel internationally a lot, and a stranger you ask this of on the street who barely speaks your language, you ask, can you help me? He'll stop, he'll listen, and most of the time he'll try to help. Asking your family member with some openness and some vulnerability and not a list of heavy expectations for their support is your best opportunity to get them behind you rather than against you. If you said, I'm suffering with this, this, and this, and I wanna do some new things, and I wonder if you'll support me. Remember to reward any small sign of support. Whatever you reward, you're going to get more of. I discovered with my youngest son, who loves praise, that when I'm in a difficult phase with him, that if I tell him that I notice some good behavior he's done, even a teeny bit of, and I comment on it, and I really comment on it, I pour love all over it, I give it oxygen, I find that I get a lot more of it. I totally noticed that you're doing your jobs without procrastinating. You're making my life so much better, thank you. And while you may not have bargained today for such a psychology lesson in this video training module, it's important. In fact, it might be at least as important as the actual nutrition habits you'll be learning. As a former psychotherapist, when studying marriage therapy, one of the most proven findings in our field was that healthy, stable marriages had five to one positive to negative interactions. That is, the relationship will bear negatives, but only if there's five times more positive and or neutral interactions for every one negative. So many years ago for this reason, I made a rule for myself that when my child walked in the house from school or from baseball for the first time that day, I didn't allow myself to bring up something he was supposed to do and didn't 
until I had spent five minutes loving him up and talking to him about his day. And this brings me to my final point, which is to have the humility to recognize that you're going to have a period of proving yourself to those close to you. So here's my last tip. Fifth, remember something important. You will meet resistance for as long as your family or even your extended family sees this that you're doing as a health kick. Okay. Health kicks are by definition temporary. How many people do you know? You've seen them go on some kind of diet, health kick. There's some kind of temporary vegetarian. They lose 50 pounds only to gain it back. So this is the lens you're being viewed through. It's not personal. When you slowly, patiently put some things in place and they stick. When you are in the long play enough to be trusted, and that takes time, you will enjoy far more credibility than you are enjoying right now. So prove yourself to yourself first. You won't have a need to be loud and strident and dogmatic about what you learn if it's a deeply committed value that you hold. If you discover a healthy new habit and then you use that new habit as a club to beat people over the head with, if you just use something you've learned as a club, you are going to fail. My daughter, Emma, in the early days of her being a vegetarian, she's been a vegetarian for I think nine years now, would uh, sort of pummel people in class at school. And one day she said to me, you're not even a vegetarian mom, but you convert people all over the world to eating a more plant-based diet. And I said, yeah, huh, well, I think that is. And instead of telling her, I just let her kind of wonder. And I dripped on her a little bit about how when you beat people up about vegetarianism, you create no motivation for them to come your direction. Now, my daughter has learned that. He's, she's grown into that. And she has now, at the age of 21, influenced many people towards a more plant-based diet. If you're quiet about it, if you have the patience to keep showing up the same way consistently and be willing to show rather than tell, nobody likes a loud mouth on a soapbox, you will win. You will win with your family. You will win with your health. You will win the long game. Even if you lose some many games along the way, notice I'm using game metaphors rather than war metaphors because we aren't in a war with our family. I hope not, but you will earn their support. And actually you will become a role model and you will earn their admiration. This may be what you care about, but there's more. You will influence many for good beyond just your family. You will have influence beyond your wildest dreams. If you show up with respect for the agency, the choice of the other people in your life, with a respect for their getting a say in what they do and what they eat. And if you personally stay the course and you don't expect anyone to follow you, you start with first things first, look to yourself and make changes quietly and with conviction. Remember, you're not a Pied Piper in the first 12 months of the change you make. No one's going to follow you until they watch you for a while and they believe in the results of what you're doing. When you play it out for a while, you win. Your spouse, your children, they will follow only after they start seeing the results for you. So don't be afraid to tell them the results, not in a lecturing kind of way, but just in your legitimate enthusiasm. Then when you are a true convert, a real health nut, You've proved yourself consistently to those around you and they can see the difference in you. You will start to have massive impact on everyone around you. Trust me on this. You can have a far bigger impact than you ever imagined. My early efforts were met with resistance, sometimes even hostility. 
And trust me, I have learned the things that I'm telling you the hard way by being too dogmatic and heavy handed in those early days. I justified it with, but this is for their own good. But later, the same people who are making fun of me, some of them have come to me 10 years later and said, hey, now I'm listening. Now I'm interested. Now I'm suffering. And so I'm looking for a different path. Can you help me? And this was possible only because I left the bridge unburned. I left that door open. Some of what we're doing for our kids or our spouse isn't just for their immediate benefit. It's for the fact that even if they completely reject it now, they have a knowledge base and an exemplar to fall back to 10 or 20 years later. I didn't care at all about the health stuff that my mom and my grandmother did until I was 26 and my health started to seriously fail. But I had seen it done and I knew where to go and what to do. Most people don't have that kind of modeling in their life. So be in the long play of your relationships. Be in the long play of a health journey. We didn't create the problems overnight and we won't solve them overnight either, but making an effort towards a better diet is a huge act of courage and commitment. And it's not optional. It's so, so necessary. Remember, we all want someone to follow, someone a step or two ahead of us, not someone on a pedestal. You don't need to be on a pedestal and you don't need to be perfect for others to learn from you. I don't want to be on your pedestal. And I'm really real about my own struggles and my own two steps forward, one step back path and my own addictions and imperfections. We don't relate to anyone who is arrogant or self-righteous or heavy handed. We don't follow because someone yelled loudly. Be the change. Be the opposite of that. Respect and honor choice and a path that allows for gradual improvements and a path that allows for individuality. But try not to miss opportunities to influence others for good. Your life depends on you finding that narrow path between being part of your family and community traditions and finding better, healthier ways. I know it's possible because I've done it. The length of your life depends on it, but I bet you'd agree with me that the quality of it matters even more. The quality of your life for however many years you're here with us depends on your eating healthier, on your modeling better habits to those around you than those dictated by no one better or smarter or more important than two profit industries who have destroyed our national health, the pharma industrial complex and the food industrial complex. What I teach in 12 steps to whole foods, if you're considering joining us has everything to do with your quality of life from this day forward. Taking this course is one of the most important steps you may have ever taken in your life. The 12 principles I teach in it and the hundreds of small tips and bits of wisdom and recipes I share in it are what saved my own life and my son's many years ago. And they're what I credit with our good health now. So I hope that something in there was helpful for you in navigating your relationships with your spouse and or your children. If you want to hear the other five videos or watch them, these are the topics in the 12 Steps to Whole Foods video masterclass. The first one is seven foods that fight inflammation and promote energy and healing. Video number two is rehab your gut with food. Video number three, my five best tips for eating super healthy, super cheap. Video four, beat your addictions in four days flat. 
Video five is make 12 simple shifts for the healthiest year of your life. And then video six is the one that we just covered about how to bring your partner and kids along because it is harder if you're having to make dinner for the family and then you go make your own dinner. I hope that you heard something that maybe made a light bulb go on, made you think about, okay, how am I approaching this? Really, the biggest point is that we love our families. And so let's keep loving our families no matter what their choices are. And let's look for opportunities to share small bits of wisdom with them and avoiding it being framed as a lecture. When I can bring a subject up with my kids about their health that's organic and it's light and there's no intensity in my voice and I put it in a love sandwich with an expression of love at the beginning of it and an expression of love and support at the end of it, I tend to get a better response and I tend to... Uh, do better at leaving the door open so that I can say more later. So feel free to jump in at greensmoothiegirl.com slash 12 steps. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. I'll also put the link to the little video I did about my daughter, Emma, and the supplements I like best that have worked for me and for my family over and over and over again, whether it's a virus or a bacterial infection that we get. Super important that you have them on hand because you've got to jump on these at the first sign of illness. Once it's really entrenched after four days, like with Emma when she was away at school and now this sinus infection with Tennyson, after 10 days, he he actually has been taking it and he hasn't been really sick. He just was like, why isn't this going away? So it's very important that you have it in your house, not somewhere where they're in four different places. And when you start feeling terrible, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go to sleep here. I'll look for it later. And guess what happens? You wake up six hours later the virus has made progress in getting more control. And so can't stress enough to have good immune boosting supplements that kill viruses and bacteria and help clear out the acidity and stimulate immune function. Can't, can't stress enough to have them on hand and have them all in the same place and that you know exactly where it is when you or your family needs it. So I also want to just take a minute to thank you for your support. It means everything to me. I'm going to read some of what you say about the Vibe Show on the reviews on iTunes um, really soon on one of our episodes. And so thank you for subscribing and leaving a five-star review or rating, I guess. And anything that you say in your review that has been useful to you in listening to this show over the last two and a half years, I love to read that. So It's a great way that you can show support for the Vibe podcast. So with that, thanks for being here today, and I can't wait to see you next time. 